Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, Smash Puppets. We've got a really funny, fun, silly, lush, laughing one this week with a really excellent comedian, Sarah Keyworth. We're trying some festive novelty chocolate all up. We recorded this on the first day of lockdown 2.0, so we agreed to eat the least essential thing we could imagine. Why not? If I could first of all, though, please say thank you for listening and remind you that I love it when you get in touch uh, on Twitter or by email. It's just so lovely. Um, and you can help grow the podcast by telling other people about it. I love that more than anything, please. Giving it a five-star review or subscribing to it also brings it bigger, sexier audiences. Um, so if you have a moment, please may do that. Actually, not sexier audiences, but bigger. You get the gist. So, um, also, I have to mention, you have uh, the option, if you've got any spare dollar, of uh, helping to support the podcast with money as well. You can do a one-off, five or ten or whatever by going to supporter.acast.com forward slash hoovering or becoming a patron. And that's the fun one, I think. If you go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod, I'll swap you totally exclusive content, discount tickets to live shows, virtual or real, and um, all sorts of little bits and bobs in exchange for your hard-earned money. Just two quid a month and you um, get guest recipes. And if you join before December, the December one um, includes a hand-drawn recipe from Izzy Sutu. That is something else. I talk about Oddbox a lot in this podcast. It's where I get my fruit and veg from. They get they do wonky fruit and veg that's not even that wonky. It's just surplus or rejected by supermarkets for being a tiny bit imperfect. Um, and they're in and all around London. And if you want a tenner off your first box, there's a link either in the podcast notes or in a bio on my Twitter at the Hoovering Pod, which makes it only a few quid for a box. They are amazing. Okay, okay, let's have a podcast. There's, there's enough of this administrative waffle. I'd like to get into the podcast. Sarah and me were talking over the Zooms, naturally. It's chocolate time, as I said. And listen out for some amazingly similar platonic bath disaster stories. That was a real highlight for me. That and the fact that I can't stop thinking now about tomato tapenade. We're talking on the first day of lockdown, a true love sent to me. Um, limited edition chocolate and a cup of tea. Yes. I feel all right today. Feeling all right about lockdown too? I'm feeling okay, but I don't know if I'm feeling okay or whether I'm just really dead inside. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't feel anything. When um, when it was announced, I perhaps naively was a little bit surprised. 
and a bit mm. a bit moody. And I think actually it's just a case of I just need to um, get my uh, house in order internally. Do you know what I mean? I need to be like, well, yeah. then I'll do. Th- I will be able to do that, and I won't be able to do that, and it all just felt a bit messy until I could make mm-hmm. like decide. But. Um, yeah, actually, even yesterday felt weird. I think that we've got the Ameri- we're right. Like we still the Americans as we're talking still American in the election, election, we still don't know. We're eight years into the American election results. Mm-hmm. And, Joe um, Biden has died. Joe Biden has died. Sadly, yeah. Trump, um, Trump lives on because he will never die. He's just in a jar now. He's just organs in a jar, <laughs> but he still says he's winning. Did you ever see that Doctor Who episode where the Cassandra, where they just stretched out a piece of skin and she just gets moisturised all the time? Yeah, gets that, sprayed, doesn't she? Get spritzed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Donald Trump, but it's it's just a bright orange sheet of skin. <laughs> oh, boy, oh. um, what a guy. Yeah, but like yesterday, the day before lockdown, I um, I I was like. I was like, I feel a bit high. Like, I feel a bit hyper, but also, like, yeah. I could cry at any minute. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe I'm the opposite as you. I feel a little bit too alive inside. I could do with a deadening a bit. And you I can started some drinking at about four o'clock yesterday, though, to be yes. fair. Yes. What did you drink? I I went to the dentist. I went and got uh, my hair yeah. cut. I went to the dentist. Very sort of wholesome admin day, just to yeah. a few things off. And then... I was in town in Soho and a friend of mine said, oh, I'm in Soho too. So I said, oh, I've just been to the dentist. Shall we have a quick pre-lockdown last hurrah? So we met and had a few cocktails. Oh, lovely. And then I I went bowling. (gasps) Wow. Yeah, I went bowling. It's pretty different, isn't it, to the old lockdown one? I think before lockdown Mm. one, we were like, okay, one last trip just to the corner shop. And this time, (laughs) quick, quickly go bowling. Experience everything. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I did too. I did a couple of gigs last night in one place. But um, nice. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it's like the gigs this week have been nice, I think, because I think yeah. people have been doing that, like, let's just get a, a, a bit of a fun evening in before we yeah. all have to shut away. And hopefully that does mean people are, I mean, I think, I don't know, this is so off theme, but I think at least that means it's like, okay, I can do a month. So, yeah. Know, stick to a month, empty the hospitals in a month, and um, and then we can all have a lovely December out and about. Right, I've That's stopped talking about general life. Because you've got some amazing... So I wanted to... Yeah. um, Thank you for getting some limited edition novelty chocolate. Thank you. I feel as though I did just make a bit of a tit in myself in Tesco's, though. Why? Did you ask? Well, because I'm I'm very disorganised at the moment. And I I just went in and I was looking around for limited edition chocolate. And I couldn't find any. And as you say, this is the first day of lockdown too. So everyone's yeah. sort of stressed and they're panic buying and they're buying their dried pastas. And uh, and I was the dickhead stopping someone going, excuse me, do you have any limited edition chocolate bars, please? <laughs> uh, I'm, do- I'm doing a podcast and uh, I just need something a bit different. It's really <laughs> essential. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got that won't be there in a month? <laughs> exactly. Um, and what have you got? Uh, I've got some Aero Dreamy Snow Bubbles, which are, mm. I presume are Christmas limited edition. Yeah, I like baubles. They're not to round. dangle on a tree. They're a they're a bag no, of. It's a bag. Yeah, and um, of and, naked and chocolate. Yeah, and they're they're balls, and they're one half white, one half milk, and mm. then the inner bit is is presumably white chocolate. You might be too young, but do you remember um, there used to be a bag of chocolate buttony type things called vice versas? Yes. Yes. It yes. feels like maybe they're like mm. an aero kind of pastel coloured version of that. They, yes, I think they are. And I love an aero, uh, mm. especially with a cup of tea, because I do have a cup of tea. And yes. I like to put a bit of aero in my mouth and then get a cup of tea and then feel it melt through the aero bubbles. <gasps> yes, please. I like to do that with any mm. chocolate. And you've got another one as well to try, which looks really I've intriguing. Also got this uh, this felt this was a big win when I found it. Okay. I felt I felt like this was exactly what you were talking about when you said limited edition chocolate mm-hmm. bars. It is a Terry's chocolate orange bar with cranberry in it. Oh, chunks of cranberry, and I don't know if I'm going to like it. 
No, I, I don't know I if I would it. like it. I'm talk not to a me big about cranberry how fan. I was going to say I wanted to talk to you about your how, what, what sort of relationship you've got with cranberries generally. Well, you know, not not a particularly good one. No, um, the band are good. Yeah, um, well, very good. Yeah. Would um, you have a bit of um, cranberry sauce with turkey and a Christmas dinner? So I've been a vegetarian for a very long time. Yes. Um. So. Not necessarily cranberry sauce with turkey, but I do like brie and cranberry. <gasps> That's such a great thing. Brie and cranberry is so nice. And also... Brie and cranberry on a sandwich. Yes. And also, mm. um, I mean, Pret, rest in peace. <laughs> Potentially, <laughs> it's been so long. But a Pret, a Pret vegan or vegetarian Christmas sandwich, that's a good mm-hmm. use of the cranberry sauce yes. as well. Yes, very, very good. I've taken, I don't know why, but I've just, I've got a pen open and I've just written down brie. Um, but yeah. what I did... Did you forget brie exists? I want to talk to you more about... I just forgot about brie. It's been so long since I had brie. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend said to me recently, uh, I've not had brie and grape sandwich for a really long time. Can we do that soon? Ooh, so I actually, love a brie and grape sandwich. It, oh, yes. Tell you um, what I sometimes do around Christmas. Yeah. I make a, a pizza base. Ooh. And instead of putting tomato sauce on it, mm. I put cranberry sauce on it. <gasps> do you actually then, do this? And then I put brie on it. And then when I used to eat meat, I put bacon on it. Whoa. I think yeah. what you've but done there. But you could there, do it with turkey and you could have a Christmas pizza. Fuck on. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think what you've done there is changed. Just a few simple words, Sarah, and you've changed, you've changed some lives. Yeah, I think a so. Pizza I used base. to make it at university. I've, not, I've been sitting on this for years. Ooh. How does a cranberry, does it do chemically? Does it have a similar thing when cooked in that it way? It kind of caramelises. Mm. It gets that sort of sticky, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's made my mouth cry. Mm. The idea of that <laughs> sweet sour with like the really salty, some salty cheese like brie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what else could you do if you can't have a bacon item on there? Uh, I'm a meat avoider too. Maybe mm. like, oh, what else is Christmassy? Chestnuts. Chestnuts turn oh. up in every fucking thing, don't they? God, yes. Stick a chestnut on there. Why Get the just one not? chestnut on in the middle. Like a lovely Like, like an egg, yeah. Like <laughs> an egg. Like the egg in a Fiorentina. Yeah. Yes. And you cut into the chestnut. It doesn't run, but... No, but you can pretend. Wagamama would have found a way of making the chestnut run, wouldn't they? They'd have drawn a little orange dot in the middle of that chestnut. Yeah, but you don't want to know what they've done to get there. No, I don't, actually. It's a weird, dark, savoury revel they've Mm. created there. Laboratories. Um, I feel very boring now. (laughs) I'm assuming that there's all chains and whips under a Wagamama's where they develop all of their... Yeah, they're testing kitchens, a sex dungeon, isn't it? But just for yeah. eating. <laughs> Do you know what? I've been doing this podcast for about two and a half, nearly three years in January. Mm. I don't think every week on the week, I don't think an episode has gone by where Wagamama's hasn't been in the podcast notes because it's not been really? mentioned at all. Really? It's a fucking institution, isn't it? Is Whether it you Wagamama love it or hate it. Or Wagamama's? I think it's Wagamama's, but Holly Walsh made me really love once walking along in conversation accidentally just accidentally sort of out of sheer sort of deeply ingrained poshness saying welcome mama yeah that's great oh yeah love a good mispronunciation lovely isn't it especially a class-based mispronunciation yeah welcome to mars Welcome to Theatre, tissue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel really boring because I've just got a chocolate orange. It's an orange twirl. It's a Cadbury's Ooh, twirl, but orange. Not boring at they all. are limited edition. There's a sort of backstory in the sense that I am. Um, it's a garage near where I live uh, in Catford, and um, I was getting petrol there and saw these and was like, oh, hello, hello, get one of them. Mm. tried it that night in front of the telly and was like oh yeah oh yeah and I don't really like just put on social media just any old eating experience but I was like and then then what I've done it it feels like it's been quite like a it feels like Mm. they they 
oh, have lockdown memories about these. So I'm glad, even though I know they're not Christmas niche, that they're getting uh, their own hoovering episode because I've since then, I've started going to that petrol station on purpose, even when, you know, it's not really en route. <laughs> and, um, and, and just armfuls just uh, as many as I have got the lack of shame to get in one mm. it depends who's with me in the car etc maximum eight ever, minimum four would um, you but, ever pick up the cardboard container and just take the whole lot to be honest the 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 further it gets on in time since I first saw them, the more I get each time I pass the place mm, because I'm scared good. that the limited, that the time's running out. I can hear the clock ticking, um, but they were not all been for me. I've sent parcels of them to my cousins. I've got cousins, one in Canada and one in Australia, who are like just natural born twirl lovers um, but also <laughs> who doesn't love chocolate orange so I just yeah. I hope they've arrived safely I've sent them packages of I these I hope so too and this is the actually petrol station in Catford all yeah, the way to it's Canada. the Morrisons in the SO lads I shouldn't have said that I might even cut it out do not do not go and buy them all if you're listening to this <laughs> um, yeah this is the last they're going to have I've a surge in. of sales yeah mind you how many Ubering mm. listeners live in or near enough to Catford you're not allowed you're oh. supposed to stay in for the next month I live in walking yeah. distance essential items only yeah well we've already oh. established that these are essential right should we try them because I feel like it's slightly torturous that I've I made you talk so. this long with the chocolate in front of you oh, oh god it's so pretty mm. I'm going to photograph it out out in the world whenever I take a picture of um Oh, anything around my laptop. I get a load of horrible abuse about how grubby my laptop is. I don't get ill very often. I well, yeah. Okay. have the grimmest laptop in the world. Mm. I think somebody could do like a, a, a who do you think you are style expose on where I've been and what I've been doing based on examining the stuff yeah. on my laptop. The forensics. Mm. Yeah, there could... There's enough different types, different flavours of CSI now, aren't there? That mm-hmm. there could yeah, be somebody could figure that out. CSI, yeah, laptop, blood stains, laptop filth, tears, so many tears, lint, yeah, yeah. lint, lint ball, mm. Uh-huh. Mm. bit of, bit of miso soup, probably. Oh, very nice. Couple of yeah, very nice. A few chives in there, under there somewhere. Probably yeah. There's definitely a chive in this keyboard. <laughs> You've hit the nail on the head there. Three not cram- least- cranberry and brie pizzas inside you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. And they really, they jam the J key. Yeah. But I don't mind, um, it's worth it. Which of your chocolates have you tried first? I've tried the Aero Snowball with a what sip of my tea. It was, it's actually amazing. Mm. It's so good. It's, it's, I'd say the, the milk chocolate is dominant no the white chocolate is dominant oh really and and i um i'm not the biggest white chocolate fan Mm -hmm. um so i wouldn't mind a bit more of the of the milk involved if i were to be brutally honest no that's what we're here to Um, do these these pricks aren't sponsoring us sarah we can be honest but i think also i am uh i'm comparing them to the much loved uh Mint aero bubbles. Oh, so so good! Such I a great a idea. Mm. Talk to me though about a normal mint aero because what they've done is they've like they've they've got, they've redesigned the shape. Have you had one recently? They've kind of made them all like yeah. smooth humps, like they a kind of floaty camel thing where they've yeah. tried to make it a bit sexy, haven't they? Yeah, like they kind of, they, in the noughties, they did that to all cars. They made all cars mm-hmm. look like Probably. a dolphin. Yeah, yeah like a sort yeah. of, like a, like a yeah. fat dolphin. They've basically, then, they've child-proofed it, haven't they? Yeah, I suppose, so that you're not going to sort of get a bruise if you walk over the corner of Those one. sharp corners, yeah. I'm never walking over cars anyway. I don't think they needed to mm. do this, but they've done I'm it to the chocolate. I'm not going to like an aero. It upset me with aeros because... You couldn't um, bite the pelmet off anymore. Yes, and have First. a look inside. And yeah. did you like to do that with an aero? I did. I, I like to, to chew the... What I would do is nibble the the exterior chocolate mm. so that then I was holding the inner membrane. Yeah. And then 
I'd put that in my mouth and let it melt. Yeah. Oh. I didn't. I didn't actually know I was that passionate about this until you brought it up. Mm. And now I'm um. shaking. <laughs> <laughs> this is Yuri. Um, mine is so good. Yeah, I feel like they've used the same chocolate as they use in a Terry's chocolate orange, even though it's just Cadbury's. Mm. I can um, see that you're actually really having a, quite an emotional oh, experience with it. It's so fucking delicious. I think it's turn your camera off. Airy, <laughs> there's little airy gaps, yeah, and there's something about yeah. like the addition of that tiny bit of air that mm. it sort of makes me want to eat it really slowly, but it also makes me want to go. Ah! Yeah, it's, yeah, it's having mm-hmm. a really interesting. Im- oh God, I'm really I, happy about it. I I always feel very shocked that the twirl and the flake. Yeah. coexist in the world together I know well it's basically a difference between a snail and a slug isn't it but in nice it way. is yeah yeah one's got a shell it, no it's one ex- exactly the same yeah you'd eat both yeah but, yeah. but you'd rather have one than the other yeah um, chocolate version pre-apocalypse snail slug let's talk in 30 years <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah 30 I'm doing that tonight alright alright well <laughs> shall we see how that election comes out um, I'm going slug picking this evening. <laughs> I genuinely actually hate slugs and I yeah, don't know why I that's awful. It's making me feel a bit sick. On a podcast about eating. What am I thinking? Say scrum diddly umptious. And then you can be in my podcast. Have you ever had a fight about food? Also, don't... don't uh, bypass the old cranberry chocolate without giving me a full lowdown on how that oh, goes. Oh yeah, shall I give that a go? Yeah. Also, I just need to tell you, mm-hmm. my I feel like my relationship with eating mm-hmm. has changed in lots of ways oh, uh, really? over like the last few weeks. Uh, one for a uh, like physical reason, mm-hmm. and the other for a sort of circumstantial reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, so I got a uh, a brace fitted right a few weeks ago. And I had them tightened yesterday, wow. just on my just on my lower teeth, Got it. and so my bite is not as strong as I would like it to be. Talking to you today, and is it so. just a faff in terms of practically, because little bits in it, or is it not like that old-fashioned brace? And modern ones not mm, like that. It's not not too bad actually. Okay, so but is it um, like will it matter if there's bits of cranberry in this, or if they've somehow made the flavour of cranberry into the chocolate like they do with chocolate? Orange? There are bits in it. Can you see there? I can see quite big mm. bits. Mm, chunks mm. proper chunks virtually that, um, I don't even know if they bothered cutting the cranberries in half I I'm not sure that it adds much more to the Terry's chocolate orange universe so they so it's still the chocolate orange yeah but it's just got some little cranberry bits of sort of what are they called like freeze dried mm. uh oh. What do they call them? Rehydrated or something, don't they? Mm. When they've like shriveled them up and then yeah, them back up. and then pumped life back into them. Yeah, <laughs> back like a Trump, basketball. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I'd say that that is um that's a completely unnecessary chocolate bar. Yeah, I think that's what someone you, who's what gone, you've got there. On, we've done eight million Christmas variations, and mm-hmm. someone needs to think of one more. Yeah, next year they're going to do a Terry's Chocolate Orange Bar with turkey in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I nearly spat my teeth. (laughs) Fuck off. Can you imagine? (laughs) Little chunks of turkey. Your bite is not as strong as it would usually be. But does that Mm. just mean chewing Mm. is knackering? Or like you're just having less chewy stuff? What can you do about it? It's just for the next couple of days post-Titan. Yep. It's just a bit bit sensitive. Okay. So by by Monday, where were we today? Thursday. By Monday, I'll be fine. And I could hammer through that. But Why would you when it doesn't even taste that nice? Mm. No, which is so, why I was I, first. First choice was the Aero. They were the first thing I picked up. Okay. So I thought that's a melter. I don't even have to. I don't have to chew that at all, really. Fair play. And I want to follow up, but you don't have to answer about the other. Like you said, your relationship oh, so, with food has changed in the last fortnight, yeah. even. And is well, that a yeah. normal thing for you for your relationship with food to change? Uh, no, this, this no. is um, this is this is a very sort of 
new new change of my life and I'm sure you might have heard that I had a breakup mm-hmm. I'm sorry. so no but like it's it's like you forget that like I think you you have that moment when you've just been through a breakup and you move out yeah and suddenly you're on your own and you're like oh I have to relearn and remember how to um cook a meal for one the first night that I was I've, I've moved in with my cousins right uh, but the first night I was cooking for myself I, I cannot tell you how much lentil bolognese I made <laughs> I I was I was eating lentil bolognese for about 12 days whoa 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 yeah. no one needs that no and I kept begging people around the house I live with four other people now and I kept begging them to eat my bolognese oh. and they did they did and I swear to god and you still had to get 12 it days it wouldn't go down honestly and I've and I only I only broke up with one person <laughs> <laughs> so it's inexplicable that I would have that yeah. much bolognese um but yeah, so that's been that's been interesting. So I've been I've been also like my my ex, my partner did a lot of the cooking in right. our relationship. So I'm back into cooking every day now. Yeah. And um and I'm sort of re- having to remember like what I what I eat and what I like to eat. It's very and, strange, isn't it? That kind mm-hmm. of like uh I mean less than two years ago I came out of a nine year relationship and actually like when you have been in a unit for a long time, there's a real, um, you really do have to go, oh, well, what were the things that I liked but we didn't have because they didn't like? Or what were the things yeah. that we had? And I, but I, it wasn't just with eating, if, if I'm honest. I was like, I don't know what art I like. I don't know what. Like, I've never mm-hmm. really thought about it. It's always been, I mean, that's the nature of relationships, but it is yeah. just like, oh, we quite feel weird, this actually. Yeah. And also, I don't know, I think you were in your relationship for a very long time, weren't you? Years five years, yeah. Five years, yeah. Mm-hmm. My, I think... But also, five years ago, you probably liked different things. I mean, yeah. I think, like, so it is like, oh, I think every time you are flying solo, in any sense, actually, I get it in microdoses when uh, my partner goes to Glasgow for like a bunch of time, like a month. You get this like, um, mm-hmm. where am I at now? And, yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it could be different to even a fortnight ago, let alone five years ago. So it's a weird kind of spacey time, I hear you. It's very strange. I feel, and I feel like I've, I've been really trying actively mm. to, like, obviously, like, if you your life changes in such a big way, you have to kind of be like, okay, I need to actively look after myself and make some healthy choices. So I've mm. been trying very hard to, to cook well and eat well. Uh, and then there have been points where I've just realised I have nothing that, that no semblance of, of a meal to yeah. create. Like my, my cousin came into the kitchen the other day and I was rushing because I had to go up for a gig and I was having rice cakes and peanut butter uh, with a side of halloumi. <laughs> and, and, and he came in and I thought, oh God, he's going to judge me right now. And he went, are you putting peanut butter on halloumi? And I went, no, I'm just having these things as separate entities because I don't have anything to eat right now. And he went, put the peanut butter on the halloumi. And I thought, oh, well, he's he's not even been through a breakup. His life is quite sorted. Yeah. Uh, and he's having a breakdown. <laughs> so, so where does that leave me? Um and so he, he walked, he went, trust me, and he walked out the room and I thought, Do you know what? I've got literally nothing, nothing, nothing else to lose. To lose. Uh, um, and I did it and it was fucking amazing. Really? I was going to yeah. say the components should work. Was it a plain rice cake? Mm. Plain that, rice cake. Does that taste of nothing? I, I wouldn't recommend doing it on a rice cake, but then it actually, mm. I think you could have, you could have like a bit of bread or something. Oh God, um, I don't know. And then the, the, this almost like peanut butter and bacon yeah, in that salty. saltiness of the halloumi, yeah, and proper like fried up, real nice. Oh, and God. then the sweetness of the peanut butter, really good. I mean, not nutritionally nutritionally sound in any way. Oh, I don't know. I mean, um, you've got a lot of protein, um, lots of protein, a lot of salt. Yes, lots of fat. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um. It's. I mean, it sounds like um. It sounds like a diet people do on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, uh, I'm not promising to try it, but I wouldn't never. Mm. Um, well, maybe I'll make it for you one day. Yes, please. 
Yeah. And back when we're allowed, we can take um, take a little bit of halloumi with some peanut butter on it on a walk. If it's just the two of us, we're allowed That'd to do be that. Great. Can you imagine? Just walking it two along like a pet, but in our hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We've got one piece each with a blob of peanut butter on the end. Yes. And we eat it, and that takes about, what, 15 seconds? Yeah. And then we go, thanks very much, and we go our separate ways. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon we can, I reckon with chewing as well, um, yeah, maybe a yeah, sort of 20 I'm, metre walk. Mm, to get where I am at with my brace as well. That's true. Okay, mm. 30 metre walk, 35 metre walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, which if you come here to do the walk, will get me almost to the petrol station that's got the chocolate orange twirls in it. <laughs> um, okay, well, if I bring a second piece of halloumi for us each, will that yeah. get you all the way to the... Yes, it will actually. Could you do that? Incredible. Yeah, I'll bring four bits of halloumi in a lunchbox with some peanut butter. It doesn't have to be four whole bits. It can be two bits, but the natural break in the middle will make them into four. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Oh, who's that comedian that's got that lovely bit about halloumi becoming like a pair of trousers when you try (gasps) it? I've never heard that. It so does become like a pair of trousers. Yeah. Yeah. With a fragile little gusset. Can you hear that banging? I can hear a tiny bit of banging, but it's okay. We're in our homes. This is anyone, if you're listening and you're thinking that banging's annoying me, you, there's bigger fish to fry, lads. You want to be annoyed by less things, to be honest. There's bigger halloumi to fry. Yeah. If you're looking for perfect sound quality, podcasts probably aren't Mm. for you. Um, I (laughs) I want to say that that bit of material might be Ed Gamble. Okie dokie. Feels like an Ed Gamble bit, doesn't it? If it is, I'll put a link to it if it's available online anywhere. In the podcast notes. Um, what do you reckon the swankiest thing you've ever eaten is? Um, swankiest? Swankiest thing. I have... I just watched you take that bite. Yeah, fuck. Sorry. And I can see the... Um, nice open-ended question. I could oh. see the... Um, no, I, I could see the, like, the, the joy in your eyes. It was mm-hmm. quite nice to watch. Um... I, about six years ago, six, seven, I uh, had, had just been through another breakup. Okay, um, don't agree. Here we go. Uh, this, is, this seems to be a weird theme. Uh, and I, me and my best friend, Tash Bird, uh, went to Cape Town. Wow. Um, yeah. On holiday? Um, yeah, she's got family there. So she oh, went wow. for a month and I was, uh, I was having a breakdown. Okay. And so she went, come with me. So I went for two weeks and we went to her family. were like, you have to, you should go to a, like a game reserve and try and see the big five. Wow. Um, yeah. And so we did, we booked one and it was in George. So we flew there Wow. from, from Cape Town and, and we arrived <laughs> and we were early twenties, so like 21, 22. And we sh- and she looks pretty much the- exactly like me, so we were snapbacked, vest topped, shorts and trainers to the nines. Perfect. And we we walked into this place, and it was the most idyllic, posh honeymoon destination. Okay. Roaring fires, very very plush. Uh, big wooden furniture you got your own little cabin and it had a big double bed that we ended up sharing and it had like it was all open plan have you ever seen any of those like holiday destinations where your cabin they're just assuming that you're going to be fucking the whole time (laughs) so so there's not even a door to what you mean there's not a door to the bathroom or anything like that because they're like why waste time opening doors when you can be fucking each other even Um, when we're shitting we'll be fucking Exactly. Yeah. 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 And you can hear everything. So we accidentally found ourselves in in the most romantic honeymoon suite. Uh, and and this I cannot stress two people who have could not be less attracted to each other. Um, uh, and we we really lent into it. We were like we had a we had a bath together. Uh, wow. Which was lovely. Uh, in our swimming costumes, we had a hot chocolate in the bath. Um, and I, I, I was talking about this the other day with some friends, because some mutual friends of ours, and uh, I mentioned it. I was like, oh, I don't know why. I said, oh, yeah, I've had a bath, bath with Tash. And, and I've never seen so many shocked faces. 
um, just to give you a sort of sense of how absurd that was. Um, and that all they, this is when I used to eat meat and all they served was game. Yeah. And, and that was super swanky, super posh. And, and I ate things. I ate, I came back after that and kind of immediately became a vegetarian. And I ate like crocodile. It was like a final lifetime of meat consumption. Yeah. And I, I ate crocodile wow. and springbok. Wow. And, what even is a springbok? It's like a little deer. I mean, okay. it feels awful saying it mm. out loud. But, um, it was very, very posh. It was yeah. super swanky. Um, and, and we found it really quite funny because Amazing. everybody else there looked like they belonged there. Uh, and we looked like we just uh, crawled out through the drain. I love it. Mm-hmm. What an amazing story. Yeah. Do you know, I had a bath with a mate once. And it was um, <laughs> really... Um, it was one of the things, actually, that I look back on and think, I've not always been queer. <laughs> like, something fundamentally <laughs> yeah. changed. Because it was one of these, Yeah, because ages ago, there were so many opportunities, but it was, like, same early, early 20s. Mm. And um, I think we'd been at a pub quiz, a big group of us, and we were fucking hammered, all of us hammered. And she said, let's have a bath. When everyone's gone, let's have a bath. And I think, you know, in, in any other context, you'd be like, well, that's, like... Something's going to happen, isn't it? She's making a pass at me. Yeah, I think this is what's happening. And I was like, yeah, because this person looked like a blooming glamour model. I think mm. it's an ex-glamour model. Um, and I was like, okay, great. But like out of my little noodle, if I'm honest. And then everybody else left. Runs, we run the bath. We get our kit off. And it's like, oh, what are we doing? But like we'd come that far. So we just sort of went through with it and sat, I think, back to back. Kind of like... I've never been more mm. conscious of like what I actually look like naked if you're naked yeah, with a yeah, glamour yeah. model and being like, glamour what model. the fuck have I agreed to? And also back like, to back. I don't fancy you, you don't fancy me. I don't think either of us are queer actually. Like, why are we doing this? But we've started now, so in we hop. Yeah. Do, do you want this Ooh, show I hate those situations It was where... so eggy. It was so I, eggy. I think that entire um, sort of attitude encapsulates stag do's <laughs> yes. when you look at a stag do it's just a bunch of people having a terrible time and not yeah. really knowing why they're doing it but they've started and now they can't stop yeah absolutely just getting through it just getting yeah. through just get if you're through this fun if i can just mm. get through this really great fun <laughs> i can see my children again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, you're, when you're back to back with somebody in the bath yeah how do you get up without putting your bum on them in some way? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> there was no physical contact whatsoever. I'm there might like a, might, we might have been back, like two backs. So it might have been shins into back. Ooh, okay. I remember as well, even being like, once my kid was off, being like, oh God, I'm, and I'm also like fucking hairy. Like, this is <laughs> like, mate shouldn't really do this. I don't yeah, think mate should well, do you this. you didn't really anticipate that you would be having a bath with the glands. Exactly. I had a much more positive experience with one of my best, best, best oldest friends who is still a very dear mate. Um, we were travelling on the Trans-Siberian and, um, like, all through Russia and Mongolia and then China. Oh but we um, It was awesome. But we in eastern Russia, we s- stayed in these homestays because it was the cheapest thing to do. And we were... Mm. Mm, uh, we were somewhere near Lake Baikal, which is this amazing, biggest freshwater lake in the world. And mm. um, But we stayed in this lady's house and these people had like very limited electricity and running water and stuff. So they'd have a banya, like an outdoor sauna. Um, but they, they essentially had said to us, you must go in together because the whole family use it. You get once a day, you get half an hour. And we were like, okay, so we'll do 15 minutes each. And they were like, you won't get clean. Like you need to be in there for half an hour to get the sweat out and then to douse yourself basically to get mm. properly clean. So we were both like, okay, right. And she was like naked together for half an hour like and we were there for two nights the first day we were in there like covering our boobs and being like oh god this is so awkward you're my best mate this is so weird and then by day two we were like picking out ingrown hairs out of our pube lines we didn't give a shit we were like look at your tits (laughs) Um, you just steamed out all your inhibitions yeah I suppose it is possible to be naked with a friend it is it absolutely is it's it's just not um it, should, it shouldn't be uh, forced. 
no, you know? no, no, totally. And probably shouldn't be agreed to drunk. No, um, I think if you if you want should to be do sober it whilst you're and, sober, yeah, you probably want to fuck each other. To be honest, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, yeah. Any, case, any, I'm sure that would be fun, and it won't be something you have to get through. Yes. Well, here's hoping. Yeah. <laughs> A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I usually go for a Diet Coke, but I think yeah. there's nothing better if you're on holiday in a hot country and you <gasps> order a full, like, full proper, all of, all of the shit, all of the sugar Coke. Full fat Coke. It's known as a full fat yeah. Coke. Yeah, full fat Coke in a glass bottle with a yeah. lemon and some ice. Yes. Do you, do you know what my holiday yeah. fizzy drink is? I don't think I've ever said on the podcast before. Go on. Glass bottle. Round bottom, skinny top. Oh my god, orangina, orangina, it's fucking orangina, mate. With the bits in. Yeah. I can't even. I can't. My brother and I, every t- if I go away to France yeah. or somewhere, it's always France. Will, it's camping in France. Yeah, I will buy my brother an orangina in a, in that bottle to bring home. Yes. Oh. It's just so so reminiscent of my childhood because we used to drive to France. We did and camp. sit in the yes. Yeah. Did, we did um, sometimes we had our own tent and we'd go. But sometimes we did canvas holidays where Ooh. you'd get to go to like a kids' club for a bit. So your parents got yeah. to farm you out. I, I get it mm. now. Um, but we were given a lot. Like we would just spend the whole day. We're at the pool or in the swings by ourselves. Really great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I my parents have friends uh, in France in the middle of nowhere and they'd shove us in the car and we'd drive for like two days and then we would camp in their friend's back garden and I have a real vivid memory because they're the kind of people who live in France that uh, that just collect stray cats Uh uh-huh yeah do you know what I I mean and there was one year where they had fucking shit loads of cats on the go god and these cats lost their mind over our tent and I, remember being, I must have been small like tiny and I'm lying in this tent looking up and you can, you can just see like what what in my memory is hundreds of little claws coming through the top of the tent they're all climbing on it losing their minds uh, nice. and uh, that is terrifying. that's what I think of yeah that Talk and Orangina is my childhood on those holidays because that I feel like of all of the holidays those are ones where I'm quite distinctive we would stay, so I've got a friend who's got a, whose family have got somewhere in France as well that we've kind mm. of regularly gone back to, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and they're the only not French people there. Um, her family speak French and stuff. Anyway, we, anyway, but like, it's quite like, it's quite a routine to like, there's markets that you go to to get tomatoes that taste like tomatoes you can't get anywhere else. Oh, yeah. um, every morning someone drives to the local tiny town and gets 
baguettes and pastries for everyone. Just a hunk of bread and a hunk of cheese. Yeah. Or back in the day, a bit of ham or just jam. Mm. (laughs) And on those camping holidays in France as a kid, I think we were quite adventurous. I remember trying an oyster as a kid for a first time on one of those holidays. And like trying a snail or a frog's leg on a pizza. I've never tried that. that. No, Didn't you? No, I was a bit too not not adventurous enough to try those. Were you things. fussy when you were a kid, or like just um, sh- like food eating shy? I was not fussy. I had the kind of mother that did not suffer fussy eating. Got it. Um, and so I I was always quite a good eater. Um, yeah. And my brother has always been a vegetarian, as right. in when he was a baby would like spit out meat. Yeah, has wow. never ever vibe with it it's always eaten vegetarian uh, and so he always struggled on those holidays because french people especially back then but yeah totally absolutely no concept of vegetarianism um so it was it was just a lot of baguettes a lot of cheese um we used to always go like canoeing and kayaking so yeah we did baguettes and yeah oh, and so you put them in that great. tub and you'd have yes, to put them in a big tub them that goes in the barrel yeah, yeah your barrel tub thing mm. Yeah. Did you ever get caught? I remember getting a few times, like just the weather just changing on those big long canoe trips and getting caught mm-hmm. in a storm. It's so exciting, and there's castles, and you're yeah. paddling by the castles in the rain. Oh, yeah, <sighs> love it. I don't, I don't think I've talked to anyone who's had such similar childhood mm. holidays in France every year. We did it again. Yeah. We went, when was yeah. it? Was it last year or the year before? We went, we went back. And we did all the same things. We went canoeing and it was great. I love it. Best time. I love it. And I just love, now I love going and getting to drink wine and just all, last time we went, we went to a market and I, we found a tomato tapenade. Wow. And I think, I think about that just, it's the first thing I think about in the morning when I wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Did it still have mainly olives? Uh, I don't know if there was any olive in it. <gasps> Just like the most concentrated tomato Such thing. rich, yeah, mm. salty, sweet tomato tapenade. Oh, God. And I love olives and I love tapenade and I... This, this, it was, it was absurd. There were fights over it and they just gave it to us. They gave it to us in, in, in like a sandwich bag. Wow. Just spooned it into a sandwich bag Whoa. and handed it over like a sack. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to try that, that. That, a bit of cheese and some fresh basil. Oh, oh the thing when you said basil then, I was like, that's a nice idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, like my, that. that's my go-to summer lunch i might look up if there's any recipes in the whole of the internet for a tomato tapenade and see if that's yeah. makeable for a future episode that's a lockdown endeavor is it yeah i did kimchi last time tomato tapenade Ooh, food. bloody love kimchi I have you ever been to flesh and bun in shaftesbury no. avenue no <gasps> oh my god jess okay they, favorite restaurant best food in the world it's really? like a it's like asian barbecue <gasps> okay and they do bao buns with miso aubergine. Oh. But it's a big, thick, round slice of aubergine and then a real thick layer of miso paste mm. sauce on top with sesame seeds. And then they give you all kimchi and salad and bits on the side. And I oh, I mean, I have to limit how often I go because it's not the cheapest of places. I got it. Oh, but okay. it's so, and they bring you like hot stone rice and they crack an egg into it. On the I love them. A bibimbap yeah. thing. Oh my and God, yeah. for dessert, they do s'mores and they bring what? over this big thing with a fire in it and you can roast your, you make your s'mores at the table. What? It's my favourite. Oh my God. Favorite it's s'mores place. is um, marshmallows. Marshmallows and chocolate and, and those sort of. Uh, 
crackery things. It's very American. I don't really know a huge amount about s'mores. But, oh, my God. And it's very random that they do it there. But the, the, the way they do it is so extravagant. That it's, can you um, book a table or is it like a trendy walk-up place? You can book a table. I think I've booked a table in the past. I'm going to book so a table great. for the end of lockdown two. Yes, please go and tell me what you think of it because it's okay. so good. Deal. Done. Thank you. Thank you for the sweet hot tip. Mm. Um, talk to me about your vegetarianism quickly. Is that like, or well, not quickly, or longly? Um, uh, is your, what's your, um, what, what was your, do you remember your logic of beginning that? <laughs> yes, I do. I, um, I met my ex. Yeah. Uh, she's vegetarian and a very, very, uh, kind-hearted very moral very liberal person and she uh gave me a book on the meat industry okay and she said i'm not going to tell you what to do but i would like you to have all of the information yeah fair enough and i wanted to have sex with her (laughs) (laughs) so so i read to have read the book (laughs) i read the first chapter right and it was it was a harrowing read. Yeah. And I got to the end of chapter one and thought, I've heard enough. Yeah. This is awful. I will uh, hand me that couscous. Yeah. And um, do you think you'll be vegetarian forever? I think so. I I enjoy in it. Yes. That's cool. I enjoy the moral high ground of being a vegetarian. Yes. Do you eat Um, fish? No. Oh, sometimes. Actually, (laughs) I've got always forget about fish. I do. I find I find fish harder to give up than meat. Yes, same. I'm definitely kind of well. I'm I'm definitely pescatarian. Yeah, yeah. That's what I am too, isn't it? Um, Let's be honest with each other. But a couple of pescatarians on Zoom right now. Just a couple of pescatarians chatting on Zoom. But my other half eats only is like a strict, strict vegetarian for life. Mm. life. Have you ever, have you ever been vegan? Flirted with it. Been veganish. I've done, I did a, I thought I'm I'm not very good with absolute rules. So I thought when I, in fact, when I was starting this podcast, I was like, I'll, I'll give it a bash, but you don't have to stick to it. And I never like, I never was religious about it. I never had the, um, that bit of me that this is awful to admit. I think maybe it's not I don't know but there's I don't get that bit where if I think about an animal dying to be eaten per se under any circumstances I don't feel sad at the prospect of that I think it's I have a more I think a very practical I think mm. I could do it I think I could kill an animal if I was hungry and the circumstances are right I also think the way that some animals are reared in small scale farming situations are good and fine and I'm not like I don't have a problem with farms per se so uh, my thing for that wasn't it wasn't just animal respect for animals and animal welfare is the mass scale of things and the environment. That was my reason for wanting to do it at all. Um, so I also sort of like never took it so seriously that I would check booze or, mm. um, you know, my mum would be like, I've made a vegan curry. It's got halloumi in. And you'd be like, okay, fine. Like, yeah, you know, and would pop, constant, it, yeah. pop, constantly be given cups of tea with cow's milk in. And actually eventually that did start to taste disgusting for a bit, but mm. I, I would still drink them. Like I wasn't, I couldn't, it, it's too, um, too much hatred too of British. Waste. Too British, too embarrassed, yeah. too, um, you know, and also it's waste. I didn't want to be like, do you mind? Um, yeah. I just felt well, also like, like, like it's, it's, it defeats the point if the yeah. cup of tea is made you yeah. going oh I'm not drinking that because I'm a vegan so I just shove it down the sink it's not yeah. like oh, get, you, nobody's going to go oh okay oh, well I'll separate them out and give the cow's milk back like, yeah totally well, um, I think people do I think if people are like religious about it, I think the idea of someone's like I can't sip it I'll puke I mean I think there are yeah. I've got you know mates like that and I but anyway so I did that for a bit and then actually if anyone has listened to the podcast from the beginning to now they'll have seen a steep decline in moral absolutism <laughs> yeah. it's gone on and on and on and now I yeah. would even say that if very very occasionally I will eat meat as well like if I'm going to a restaurant mm. where the tasting menu looks amazing I will or if I'm going to a country where like they're like the thing we do is this thing with meat then I want to try yeah. it like especially of if course. it's the end time I'm going there or whatever um, but you're you're a you're a a, a food broadcasting extraordinaire you mean you can't talk you can't talk, talk about shit you don't know 
Exactly. You know? You've got to keep your you hand in like, and every, yeah. every moral level. Exactly. And what if I'd come on here and why. been like, what if I'd turned up and I'd been like, meet, 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 and you'd had no way of relating to my personal lived experience. Would have been terrible. Because you, you, you won't even look at a sausage. Don't catch me looking at sausages. Yeah. Very off-brand these days. It is. <laughs> For both of us. <laughs> For both of us. A spell is cast on humans, which means that every time anyone sneezes, ten full skips appear, full of fire alarms with low batteries. It's absolutely shit. The skips crush whoever or whatever they turn up on, people are dying, and even if they survive the crushing, they go mad from the intermittent sharp, sharp bleeps. The spell has agreed to get uncast, but only if you, and really it does have to be you, Sarah, do 800 upside-down sit-ups that you do dangling from a rig. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. Yes. Your award is the adulation of all people for all time for having saved us from the bleeping skips. Um, but your award in the moment is the feast of your dreams. Um, because obviously you are, it's like the opposite of a last meal. It's the best, it's, a, it's the best meal because you are happy as a clam. You're so high. Mm-hmm. You've just completed life, um, if you want it. And, but you are hungry from those that dangling of course I am yeah so you're like as hungry and as happy as you can imagine being and the feast Mm. is of your dream so uh, much like any of the questions like it's a fantasy situation I don't give a fuck about ethics couldn't give a fuck about health Um, and none of these things need to even be possible or exist I'd love to know what you would eat what you would drink um, and if there's a who with and where then who with and where please oh and I presumably I'm going to do this as if I would never get full Yes. Okay, great. Um, I would start with, um, I'd probably have an espresso martini because I'd be oh, tired, wouldn't I? Yeah. I'd start with an espresso martini. Everybody would have an espresso martini, everybody at the table, and nobody would have to make them. That's, <sighs> okay. what, that's what's happening in my dream world. They just yes, appear yes, yes. at the table and nobody's got to be the one that's like, oh, I'll go and make them because uh, I'm usually the one that has to make them, so... Um, espresso martini uh, and then we'd just get straight on on the wine and it'd be like wedding style it, everybody's got a good few bottles of wine just there on the table there's red there's white there's rosé everybody's and it all it, and none of it's shit there's, yeah. there's no blanc there and then we'd have a baked camembert oh yeah and it would have garlic and thyme and honey in it. Mm. Baked with garlic, thyme and honey and really nice crusty bread. That's what we'd start with. Nice. And it would be, there'd be plenty. Yeah. You know, the situations where it's a sharing thing and you're looking at someone across the table being like, oh, you are, you've got a lot on that bit of bread there. Yeah. You bastard. So there'd be plenty. Yeah. There'd be loads. Um, <laughs> and then for mains, oh, and we're just going to cross genres as well. No need to worry about genre maintenance. Mm, I would have a paella. Oh. A big one in the middle really of the Really enjoyed how you said and it a, as well, like an actual Spaniard. Yeah, a paella. And a big paella pan on, a, on an open flame. Yeah. With a topless Spaniard mixing yeah. it. Oh, one my of those God. Top, one of those guys you get at the beach on holiday. I totally who, was picturing a woman there when you said topless Spaniard. But oh, well, absolutely fine um, if it's a man. Absolutely fine you know if what? it's a man. Uh, it, I'd, it'd, be, it'd be great if it was a woman. One of each um, we could have. Because you have, yes, like you're having quite yeah. a few people there. So something for yeah. everyone. Yeah, okay, we'd have one of each, both topless. It just it felt slightly seedy to have a topless one. <laughs> it is slightly seedy. Can you, can you we can only make this less seedy by making it woker and woker and woker. Yeah. We'll have a topless man, a topless woman, a topless non-binary person. <laughs> and they're being, they're being paid handsomely and they their working one, environment. They're, they're, and they're all naturists. Mm-hmm. And, and the woman is, is, is against... Bras. Yeah. She's a feminist. She's a feminist. It's free the oh, nipple. Yeah. She's she's got free the nipple tattooed on her nipples. Yeah. Um 
so she's fine. Uh, what I was going to say is, it's one of those uh, Spaniards you see uh, on the beach who are, are making like the biggest pie you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, uh, and they couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, and they and they have absolutely no interest in the fact that you're on your holidays and you're yeah. amazed by what he's doing. Yeah. he's just he's just on, like he's liberal with the stock. Yeah. he's barely th- he's phoning it in. Yeah, because he does it every day. That's this is casually making probably what would be one of the nicest dinners you'll have ever had. Of my life, yeah. yeah. Um, and it would be seafood. Yes, it would. It would be seafood. It would have mussels lodged in there. <laughs> yeah, it would. Um, I think I'd have a bit of miso aubergine going around. Yeah. Just just not. I'd have those bows from Flesh yeah. and Bun. I was going to say, have it in a bow bun. Yeah, I would. I'd just have exactly what they do at Flesh and Bun. Perfect. So I did. Um, I'd have padron peppers. Yes, you would. Yeah. Why wouldn't a bit I? Bit of salt on there. Bit of sea salt. Sea oh. salt, crusty sea Ooh, salt. And and oh, just loads of loads of nice bread everywhere. Yeah. And this butter that we same France holiday I was talking about earlier. Mm. This butter that we all call naughty butter, which is is that that proper nice butter with genuine chunks of sea salt in it yeah so when you bite into it you get a crack yes please that's what i want that's what i'm after and what else that's that's probably enough to be going off that's fine with mains isn't it yeah um oh olives loads of olives everywhere okay Olives, as far as the eye can see, the big green ones with stones in the middle. What are they called? Nos, um, nos, 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 nos yeah, something like that. That's 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 probably you know. I should learn how to say that. Um, Lovely. Yeah, and then, or oh, is it weird if we have a cheese board? No, let's have a cheese course now if you want. It's your let's dream have meal. A cheese course. We have a okay. cheese course, and maybe we'll have more camembert on it. Fine. We'll have a, we'll have camembert two point like lockdown two point yeah. yeah, um, but camembert, uh, and then see, I'm, I'm not a very sweet person, so my no. me neither. Um, so my pudding would be a tricky one. What do I like to eat for pudding? I like a. I'd, I'd just like I'd like everybody else to be happy, so I think we'd have to have a pudding. You, this um, is your dream meal. Everyone else is going to be happy because it's imaginary anyway. Have what okay. you want. Would you I just like to have loads of cheese and crackers? I would go. Yeah, I'd be happy with cheese and crackers. Do that then. This is your and, dream um, meal. And and yeah, and we'll just keep drinking. Yeah. That's what I want. The thing about oh. sweet pudding is I feel like everyone gets sleepy after sweet pudding. Yeah, a little crash, isn't there? There's a little crash. Maybe. Maybe I'd top and tail it with espresso martinis. Yes, yes, yes. yes. What and delicious a, bookends. A, yeah, and then uh, a little... Uh, everybody just gets a little parcel of MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Didn't see that one coming. What a delicious aperitif. Yeah. They're usually going to have a poo-poo, aren't they, after that? <laughs> they are. Yeah, That's they the are. Everybody gets yeah. their own toilets. Mm. And then in half an hour... Yeah, and everyone gets really one, including the topless Spaniards. Yeah, you know? they're still there. Yeah, they're all still yeah. there. In fact, they've been on MDMA the whole time. Of course they have. Which is why they're topless, yeah. let's be honest. 100%. They're having the time of their lives. They've <laughs> everyone there's never been happier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that's and and in terms of people, yeah, um, I'd have my mum and dad and my brother oh. and his girlfriend there, uh, and and then I'd have my cousins, yeah, and my. I'm thinking about all these people right now because they've been very good in my life these last few weeks. So, like, yeah. I've got a real core group of like friends from Nottingham that I would uh, that I'd have there. That's very lovely. So, where are you from? Yeah. Oh, uh, I've got lots of damn it, a funny place. I've not spent much time in, but 
I've always had a few mates in my life at any one time from there. Really? Um, dear ones, yeah. I love it. Oh, what a lovely, lovely Great. feast of your dreams. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Thanks, God. Now, God, what a wonderful way to go into lockdown too, just describing yeah. the social event of my dreams. It's only a month away. We can do <laughs> and it. And then, then I'll close this laptop and be very more alone than you could no, possibly imagine. No! <laughs> just start planning it. I think make plans for December. That's the way to go. Yeah. I'm going to book a fucking seat at this fresh and bun. Yes, this very day do. I'm doing that. Please. What a brilliant guest and what a funny egg. Thank you so much to Sarah for coming on the podcast. Make sure you're following her if you're not already on the Twitters. She's at Sarah with an HK comedy. And also, excitingly, she has a Radio 4 series out right now. It's called Are You a Boy or a Girl? And it's mid-series right now, so it's all on the BBC website. And the ones that have already been on, I'm sure, will be on BBC Sounds. So start from the beginning, I will be. Want to try an odd box? You can get a tenner off your first box. Use the link in my podcast notes or in the bio on Twitter. Uh, follow at the Hoovering Pod. Makes it only a few quid for a box. They're so amazing. Um, you can support the podcast with lovely reviews and recommendations. I love that more than anything. Get in touch with me. Let me know any thoughts, feelings, experiences you're having with your eating. Um, I try and madly respond to everybody, however briefly. Um, or if you've got cold hard cash you want to help the podcast with, you can do that either at ACAS Supporter or on Patreon. As ever, links to that and and links to everything that Sarah and I talked about during the podcast, um, including she mentioned bits of Doctor Who and bits of Ed Gamble's stand-up. I've managed to find clips of all of that and every single thing there is a link to in the podcast notes. Go for it. Follow me as well on the social media. I'm at Jessica Vostecu on Twitter and on Instagram. Anything longer than a tweet to send me, you can do it through my uh, website. There's a link to email me at jessicafostecu.com. Also, my tour has been rescheduled of Hench into the new year so hopefully it will be able to happen there we've all had a delicious vaccine uh, and you can buy tickets also on my website if you click on my doings huge thanks to acast for hosting the podcast hoovering is produced by emma caution and the music is by mike greenway until next week happy hoovering even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.